Hey everyone, my name is Adrian Pangilinan and welcome back to my YouTube channel. And if it's your first time, please do consider subscribing by clicking on the subscribe button and the notice bell to be part of the family. So for today's video, we will be doing the much-awaited celebratory video for my podcast, Soul Supremacy, in which it just reached its first year anniversary. But before we continue, um, there are actually several things that I wanted to share. And the first one is, I kindly wanted to invite y'all to check out my second channel which is the Philam Film Collective. The Philam Film Collective actually consists of myself, Marissa Rojas, and my other good friend Trixie Aigal. We were like, why don't we come together since we're all pursuing the same thing, especially being a filmmaker's artist, being really proud of our heritage as Filipino Americans. And um, we're about to hit our second year, so I just kindly wanted to take the time to invite you guys to subscribe to my second channel, the Philam Film Collective. It'll be in the description box. And the second news that I have is about the podcast. I've decided to postpone the season 3 premiere to spring 2022 because I've realized that as much as I wanted to you know, continue as of now, there are a lot of things happening in my life. A lot of good things actually. A lot of things I've been building that are finally coming into fruition and you know things that I want to come back to as well like my vlogs in which you know are the original content of my channel so back to this video about a year ago now like what I've said in my previous video the bloopers of um, Soul Supremacy season one I just had this crazy idea of creating a podcast in response to really what was happening with the pandemic it was harder for me to go out you know to create content or even to just continue to sit down and create sit down vlogs. So I tapped into something that I've always wanted to do and that is to talk to other people, other creatives and connect with them in which I finally created my longtime dream project, Soul Supremacy, the podcast. I gave myself the whole 2021 to basically create, execute and also launch the podcast in which I talk more about the whole process in my previous video which you can click on the iCard over here for this video the much awaited video for my podcast i actually instead wanted to take the time to highlight memorable episode stories that were shared from amazing guests that came on the show so on that note let's get started with today's episode check it out it's so funny nga kasi my friend Ina nung, nung in-interview niya ako the other time sabi niya na she wanted to do the things that I was doing but I was like oh I admire you so much kasi she's just like you know doing like any kind of project with with all kinds of people and parang I think I'm more careful you know what I'm saying I would ask I was asking the I remember asking the production designer how did you get in this industry or how did you make it like how like how are you in this world um, so like that networking, that like just talking to people, appreciating people for what they do. Curiosity. Not a lot of people are very open to how yes. they feel, diba? And I want to help other nurses too and empower them um, that this is not going to be like forever that we're going to be like dealing with this because there's always answers naman. And I'm glad science, with what they're doing now, the vaccines are coming. I will lie if I say I really, I never listen. What people say, but at the end of the day, I, I make my own judgments and I trust myself. And if I make a mistake, I take it as a learning step, a learning curve. I never take it as a, uh, I never beat myself up for it. I always try to learn. Oh, okay. I say, this is a good thing it happened now. I'm ahead. I'm ahead of people because now it happened to me right now. This happened, I could learn. Mm -hmm. I'm lucky enough to be able to take what my obstacles were 
mm-hmm. as some as as growth as as something to grow into or to grow better into instead of taking it as something where I never really fully live life. Yeah, I just I made the switch. I I did whatever. I always had I don't know who where I learned this. I always had that mindset of like you can do whatever you want as long as you you set your mind to it kind of thing. So then once I was like, you know what? That's it. Sorry, auntie, you can't be a dentist. You know, I can't go on living. Like whatever I'm experiencing is just too much and I can't go on living. But I feel like the enemy of our souls wants us to end it there. Mm-hmm. But I believe mm-hmm. that the truth is I can't go on living like this. That like this mm. is important because that means there's yes. for something else to happen. When you want to double down or triple down on your uh, on whatever you're trying to do, uh, mm-hmm. I really love this quote now. If you want to go fast, um, go alone. If you want to go far, go with people. Well, then the real trick the real challenge is to be a competent artist and to be someone connected with their own expression and individuality in order to make work that is good enough to go viral in the way I describe. I surrender and it does not benefit me. It does not serve me. And it actually limits my interaction with other people. So as of today, I choose and I decide to let it go. In high school, I also started blogging. I started just documenting all my outfits and my DIYs, just trying to make a name for myself. And it was kind of weird at the time. It was kind of weird at the time because no one else did it besides me. So Mm. uh, trailblazing, trailblazing. So I kind of just had to like, just be confident in myself, even though people around my age were not doing it at the time. So I would always just be posting my pictures, like, Acting like I had a huge following and really I only had like maybe 200 followers. I grew up thinking very low of myself, very mm-hmm. fearful, uh, very shy, um, didn't know how to express herself. But I'm thankful that as I grew up, especially now that I'm here in the States, I have learned how to be more sociable. I have learned how to express my thoughts, how to think more critically. Um, yeah, so it's like, it's almost like black and white, mm-hmm. but I treasure all the bad things that have happened to me in the past because it has molded me into a better person and it has molded me into a better actor. Well, clear. if I go on a TED Talk again or somewhere and I'm like, I won't say I'm a black dad. I won't. There's a label because you already know I'm black and I'm telling you I'm a dad, right? And I just think when we put these labels on people, it, that's what you classify that person as. So I think if we just learn how to kind of peel the labels back sometimes and just see, right. see what people who 40 are and love that person, that's when I think that people will start really loving. I think that's what we're missing in the world today, just loving and showing your kids how to love. So, like, oh my God, my, my other, my tiger grandma, I don't understand. And so for me, I felt guilt, like, why don't I understand my other grandma? You know, like, um, she spoke English. Yeah, they both spoke English, but like, to not understand her native tongue, you know, I felt guilty. Mm. I felt like ashamed. I felt I was disconnected in a way where I was like, wow, like I didn't do her justice. 
At first glance, you wouldn't know that someone someone is, you know, is living with depression. But mm. yeah, at this point in my life, I'm in that phase and I'm trying really, really hard to to heal. Here, when I got your email, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I have been asked to be on his podcast. I've loved seeing how much you have how many different kinds of mediums you've been exploring since I met you and I believe 2018. Um, yeah. And so when I saw you came out with a podcast, I was like, oh my goodness. And then when you asked me to be on it, I was like, my dream come true. So I'm so excited to be here. For the most part, because you, you, have, you have some really negative people in any line of work. But for the most part, they're all very supportive. They all want everyone to be seen and heard. They want everyone to feel acknowledged and remind our client base that we're human because clients forget that easily. They just think we're sex machines on the other end of the line. It's like, no, that's not who we are. We can give you that experience. Like, but like, that's kind of how life is. And that's what happens when we get old, we have more advices to give, which I've been realizing too. Like I've lived all these years. Grandma and grandpa. (laughs) Yeah. Like, but like, that's, that's really my number one advice. It's okay to change your mind. You know, it's okay to change your mind, not because you're scared, but because you realize like, oh, this is it. This might not actually be it. I had a, I had a very, I had a very nice job um, and I lost it. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. it was like, what do I do? Do I go be a music teacher like I was trying to be? Or do I like mm. give myself fully to my craft and live the creative <laughs> life um, of an entrepreneur or excuse me, live the entrepreneur life of a creative? And I chose to do that. So it was kind of for me, like I had no choice but to get myself fully into my career. And I'm glad I did. Yeah, no, when I think about my films, like um, like in this family, a lot of the homophobia and just like the trauma from that, you know, I making the film helped me process that. And even with I'm Okay, Neither Are You, which is my film yeah. about um, my own experience with mental health and sexual assault trauma. Like had I not made that film, I probably would not have processed those things faster and you know it it really helped me like gain a sense of comfort to talk about those very sensitive things but also to just move on from it but i struggle with being my age competing with people who are half my age or more than half my age that could be my daughter or my son and uh and then you know just kind of being in that space where it's like oh my gosh everyone's so significantly younger than me but i can't think like that like we all it doesn't matter we all do the same thing they're probably not even they probably have no clue i'm 41 they just see me they're like okay she's a big girl that's it People would always say, you know, um, before I would hear comments, and I, I don't mind, I don't, I don't care, actually. People would be like, oh, I need a man magaling, right? Or ganyan. But I would always say, I may not be the best, but I got the job. Being LGBTQ, being Filipino, I mean, we, we definitely, we're definitely a minority, right? We're definitely an underrepresented, from an underrepresented community, and I have personally experienced, you know, what what it means, you know, being Filipino, being discriminated, having experienced microaggressions, you know, all that. Being in this industry, you have to wear so many different types of hats and you're doing so mm-hmm. many different types of projects. You're yeah, you're just so you're just doing a lot of different other shit. And yeah. I think my parents don't necessarily understand what I what I do. Um, but 
all they know that this is the industry that I wanted to be in. I was just honestly like super scared of, like to come out, but I reached a point where I was like, one, it's already obvious, like, so it might as well just be me. And then two, like, like there's nothing wrong with being who I am. So I built up the courage to like my mom, my mom, I told my mom and like, she was like, I already knew. Project that image of I've got it all. I've got the money. I've got the job. I've got the boyfriend. I've got the husband. I've got the kids. I've got the clothes. I've got the car. I've got the house. I've got the talent. I got the brains. I got the charisma. And I've got the kindness. You know, it's like and you get and you sleep. And you also get eight hours of sleep <laughs> and eight hours of sleep with glowing skin and my chia smoothie every morning at seven. So there was a point in Lima where I was just doing whatever you would come, just for the sake of acting or just for the sake of having a job. Wow. I would tell stories that I would, at the end I was like, why? What for? Mm -hmm. But now um, I'm trying to be more committed to telling stories that I truly believe they're giving something or they're saying something mm -hmm. that I care for, that I think it's good for, mm -hmm. and that it's absolutely honest. You know, a lot of roles that I, not a lot, you know, the roles that come across me, like the girly Bernardo roles, it's like, that's how I stood out. Right, like I was able to tap into part of who I, I who I am. A Filipino. Your truth, yeah, yes. my truth. Expression, so yeah. If I ran away from that, then I'm just one of the ten actresses. The many. How am I different? So when the excitement is on, uh, gone, it that's when character kicks in, and character is continuing on the mission when the excitement of the original idea is over. That's your character. That's who you are. Well, also because I'm tired of people saying no to me. Like, well, okay. Uh, okay, I'm bye. Then. I'm I'll just get my own stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. I mean, I would even bring this up because I know a lot of people are like, oh, it says half and all that stuff. And the only reason why I put half is because that's just my experience and that's who I am. And I'm always cognizant as I don't walk this life as someone who is full Filipino. I don't. And I think that's very important to highlight. Like the Filipino way of like growing up like I had a table in the bathroom which my boyfriend finds very strange he's what like, color it was it was blue uh, that's the one that we have yeah yeah um yeah I I was just describing the concept of a table and he was like what why and like because he wanted to be clean live fully for yourself and I think that that needs to be taken to a much, much, much deeper place. Um, you know, it's, that's not a selfish way to look at life, but it's more so a very selfless way. And I think the more that people give in to the desires that they have for themselves, the more we're going to see people giving to the community and communities and to this world in a way that we've not seen in a very, very long time. Y'all, it's, it's been a year. It has been a year, uh, an amazing year of connecting, sharing stories, getting to know one another through this platform called Soul Supremacy. Um, like what I said, I'm super, super thankful, always, always thankful for you guys for coming, you know, through and uh, supporting what I do. And, um, you know, we will be back. We will be back stronger than ever this spring 2022 for season three. So on that note, 
thank you thank you guys for watching today's video please like comment and subscribe to my youtube channel i'll see you guys on my next video next content next podcast and i hope you guys are having a great year so far love you Nobody you heard us Fun to nobody but say a word